You are listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast exploring scripture and all things related to it. New episodes are released daily. For more information, check out glossahouse.com and subscribe to our channels on Spotify and YouTube. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, welcome to Proof Text. I'm Michael Halcom here with J.M. Smith. J.M., how's it? It's it's good, my man. What's the response to that in Hawaiian? Like when they say, how's it? Do I just say, how's it back? Or do I say, it's good? How is it with you? <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of like. Educate hey, a mainlander. Hey, yeah, so you just, it's often, how's it? Just how's it back? How's it yeah. back? You know, something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it would be just the equivalent of what's up? What's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So, um, but you can answer if you want, you know, yeah. it's, um, it's good, man. It's good. Things are, I can't complain that the, the YouTube channel is going well and cool yeah. stuff going on with grownups table ministry and, uh, yeah, things are just kind of humming along. So right on, man. Glad yeah. to hear that. Uh, got, got a lot of good things going. Um, this is an episode of 10 things. Uh, that we're gonna get going. Ten questions, mm. actually, not ten things. Man, that's a second time. Second time I've got it wrong. <laughs> Before I said twenty questions. Today I called it ten. Now I call it ten things. Ten questions. Ten um, questions. But questions are things. You're not wrong. The, <laughs> so. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the podcast is is growing here, guys. Um, so we got a few more new. Uh, weekly segments we're about to drop in the next month or two so keep an eye out for that um but this is 10 questions where jm and i ask 10 questions of a scripture passage or scripture verse and um the idea is just to show you hey here's how two bible interpreters uh would approach the text so we're in the new testament for this episode and a JM doesn't know where we're going, but he's about to find out. And so are you. Uh, if you're watching, I'm going to put the text up on the screen. If you're just listening, that's fine too. Today's text is Acts in the New Testament. Acts chapter 4, verse 31. Acts 4, 31. Now, I just use a, I just use a Bible, a random Bible verse generator to throw some verses my way. And uh, that's what this is. So, Acts. 431. It's up on the screen there. I'll read it in English. Um, I got the Greek up there too. It says, After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. All right. Um, you want to go first, Jam? You want me to? Um, who went last time? I don't even know. You went first last time. All right, well, then it's your turn. All right. Um, uh, simple question here. Who's the they? They appears a bunch of times in this passage. Who prayed? Um, where were they meeting? And who was filled with the Holy Spirit? Who's the they in this verse? Hmm. Um, my, yeah, I would, I would press in a little more on that and say um hold on, i'm just scrolling up for a minute um this is 
Yeah, Peter. Yeah, the place where they were meeting. That's that's what I want to know. Um, is where this isn't this isn't the upper room, I don't think, or is it? Um, is this in Jerusalem? Is this in Bethany? Is this somewhere? So, yeah, where where is the place that was shaken? It's mm-hmm. a great question. Where is the place that they're meeting? Um. Man, this this phrase sticks out to me a lot. Ton logon tu theu, the word of God, um, and it says, and they spoke the word of God boldly. I've just uh, finished a twenty-page conference paper. I'll be uh, delivering this paper this Tuesday, actually, to a bunch of scholars for mm. a conference, um, and a chunk, a section of that deals with this idea of the word of god i i lean on carl bart if you guys uh are familiar with him at all but carl bart's um view of this phrase the word of god's really interesting so there's this tripartite view we have the uh the uh living word of god which is jesus christ himself we have the written word of god which is scripture we have the preached or proclaimed word of god which is preaching you know the word preached so mm. when i use the phrase word of god here like ding 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 my alarm bells are going off does it mean they spoke the word of god um the, the living word of god written word of god preached word of god what is word of god here all right my second question is uh the place in which they were, and then the second, the word, um, sunegmenoi, sunegmenu, sunegmeni. I'm still working on my pronunciation, so. Sunegmenu, yeah, close. Um, so that, obviously, from the verb where synagogue comes from, mm-hmm. uh, and, and different translations I'm looking, and some just translate it, um, King James's where assemb- they were assembled together and NIV just says where they were meeting, which doesn't seem very official. It just seems like kind of haphazard, but then the revised uh, place where they were gathered together. So that might be a little more, you know, mm-hmm. that's, could it be haphazard? It could be. So how official is this meeting? Because if you mm-hmm. translate it like CSB, the place where they were assembled that's you know avengers assemble that's like a thing like a real you know sounds more official and knowing that this is also where the concept of the synagogue came from um how how synagogish is this gathering or is it just the room or the place where they just happen to be yeah Uh, so how yeah how how much should this echo is there an echo of the synagogue concept going on here or is that just a happenstance of yeah that's just the generic word used that's my question great question um i'm curious about it was the place was shaken so we have salevo or the particular form salevde um what does that mean does it mean like there was an earthquake does it mean they were all shook up um q elvis you know what does uh what 
what does this mean? Esalevte. Um, they were excited, agitated, disturbed, like, or literally the, the, the place was like rattling and shaking. Um, hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I want to ask with my third question, hearkening back to what you had talked about with the word of God. And sometimes it's used, um, the, the verb, uh, uh, Caruso, the, where we get charisma from mm. to preach the word of yeah. God, proclaim, but this one is just, um, uh, yeah. Laleo. They just spoke the word of mm -hmm. God. So is that the same thing? Or is there a difference between proclaiming the word of God versus speaking the word of God? Yeah. Is there anything there? Yeah. Or are they speaking to each other about the word of God? Yeah. That's a, that's a great insight. Um, I'm, I'm curious about, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, so weren't they already i mean th this is kind of an interesting theological thing like um like do you get like uh i said think of like a shot right you get a shot and then uh you know at the moment of getting the shot you're like filled with the shot over time the shot fizzles away like it deteriorates and then you know maybe you need another shot i don't know like this idea of filled with the holy spirit weren't they already right filled with the holy spirit so um th this seems to to have a you know it says it's an aorist passive it's got the theta eta which may be indicative of the middle sense it's a passive uh sense in the middle voice um uh, but and they they were filled um so what's going on with that like weren't they already filled so do they need another filling what is this what is going on it's a really a theological question yeah, yeah and that makes me want to ask a question because i don't my greek isn't good enough to say definitively um would there be a diff would it would you say it differently in greek if the concept, if it's okay, if you read this as, and this, this is my question, how would the Greek differ? If you read this as after they prayed and the place was shaken, then they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Or if you wanted to say after they prayed and the place was shaken, they were already filled with the Holy Spirit. They began to do like, in other words, is it, I guess, would you use the perfect uh, past perfect for they had already been filled, you know, like, is it describing the state that they were, or is it describing the result of what happened after the shaking and the prayer? Because like you said, they, this is after Pentecost, like well after Pentecost. So yeah. what this will definitely, uh, affect somebody's view of being filled with the spirit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean the the uh some of the glosses we get are are like 
they were under the full influence of, or they were under the influence of, they were brought, um, uh, yeah, they were filled. Yeah, so it's swollen up. <laughs> so if, interesting So stuff. answer this for me, because you are a Greek scholar. If they, if this were, um, if it were trying to communicate a state that they already were, and it's just kind of saying them being people who were already filled with the Holy Spirit, they began to do this. Would it be like a, a perfect participle? Would that be the normal way to say it? Like would, having would, been filled with the Holy Spirit, they would such and such. Yeah, exactly. You think you'd think a perfect would be used here? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's helpful that you know Greek well, because yep. <laughs> I can ask you these questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what you'd expect if you wanted to say that. Uh, but in, in this verse, you instead you get a string of errorists, um, and that they they did handle the errors participle correctly. And after they prayed, um, their place was shaken, and they were filled. Um, and so then we got and they. Now, this is interesting. You have an aorist participle, an aorist verb, an aorist verb, and then you get a lalun, which is an imperfect. And this, so this is probably, I would say this is an inceptive um, use of the imperfect, and they began speaking. It could mm. be um, uh, an ingressive, so, you know, inceptive is like a beginning, inception, right? And they began speaking the word of God. Or if you're doing like an ingressive, uh, this is, and they kept speaking the word of God. Hmm. Um, so it, there does seem to be some sequentiality, especially in that regard. Um, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so this is kind of tricky. Certainly. It, Someone could try to build a theology off of, uh, you know, this the tense of this verb here. Yeah. Plato. Because they've already done both of these things in Acts. Like yeah. being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking. Like these are not new things yeah. that are happening, but it's presenting them as, yeah, is it presenting them as a, another, like sequential or resumptive? I don't know if that's the right word, but like what they normally do, they're just, Keep on doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Huh. Yep. Um, good stuff. I uh, I don't know. Am I on four? I think I'm on four. I lost count. Yeah. <laughs> um, Viewers yes. should know by now we don't always do the best job keeping count of these yeah. questions, especially if we start talking about interesting stuff that we legitimately want to know. <laughs> yeah. Um. I also find it very interesting on this this whole like um uh, filled with the Holy Spirit thing. It is interesting that they were all or each right in the whole right. So this is where we get our word apox legomena from up on this here. Um, hapax, you probably heard of it. Um, mm. So and they were all filled with the holy spirits um so that's interesting just that it's a group thing um does does this filling uh again happen here or is it from before but 
the way that it looks on the surface is that uh, there is a group thing going on right at this moment. Um, so, yeah, hmm. I, I don't know. I'm just intrigued by um, is is this happening to the group all at once, or had the group the individuals of the group prior had their own encounters, and now they're all together, and um, that explains everyone having been filled filled. Does that make sense? I think it makes are you, sense. Are you asking if this is the emphasis on this is each of them being collectively filled versus the whole group together being filled? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. That does make sense then. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. My question, I would want to ask about this final word. Uh, um, it took mine. Go ahead. Parisias. <laughs> and what is translated boldly king james has with boldness um some translations have like this the literal standard version which is kind of a just strive to be woodenly literal translates it with freedom um Ooh. most choose boldness or boldly the net bible says they proclaim the word of god courageously and the Lexham Standard Bible says with confidence. So those are slightly different. And then New Jerusalem Bible says fearlessly. So those are slightly different nuances. One is freely, frankly, openly stating something. Mm -hmm. But then one idea is courageously or fearlessly adds like an element of like, ah, you know, like almost on the offense. And a lot of times, of course, Christians, whenever they're accused of behaving like jerks they just can say well that's just me being bold um mm. and a lot of times it's not it's them being a jerk but calling it boldness and so there's a difference between frankness openness um straightforwardness mm -hmm. and boldness or fearless so which of those meanings is makes the most sense in this context that's yeah. my question it's a great Great question. Um, the text, here's my last question. The text seems to imply um, that this, this speaking, the word of God, happens after the praying, not during it. Um, so it happens after the praying and perhaps simultaneous with, uh, in sequence with, or after the filling of the Holy Spirit. So I'm I'm curious. Um, is the prayer, the praying that just happened, uh, the source or origin of the being able to speak boldly, courageously, or with just with parasia, right? Um, mm -hmm. So is the prayer the source of that, or is the being filled with the spirit, the source of that, uh, being mm. able to speak with parasia, um, or uh, I guess a third, or is it a combination of the prayer and being filled with the spirit that leads them to be able to speak with parasia? Uh, 
And I think that makes sense. The prayer, the spirit, or a combination of the prayer and the spirit. Because yeah. that does seem to be... Th this is the... Res the With Paresia, speaking with Paresia is the result of what preceded, but what specifically? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully that, that makes sense too. So. Yeah, no, 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 I see what you're asking. Um, yeah. My, yeah, that would bear into a lot of Pentecostal theology, <laughs> I feel like, where they might say, well, a lot of all Christian denominations pray, but it's not until you're filled with the Spirit that the place shakes or whatever, you know, like yeah. that would might be how you, and others might say, no, it's the praying that is the emphasis. And then God mm -hmm. through the prayer decides to do the other stuff. And yeah. Um, yeah. That'll land differently. I think with different people, it's a good mm -hmm. question. My last question is a bigger biblical theological question. When you start to see praying and the spirit and shaking and gather together, I immediately think of Sinai um, and, and Exodus 19, God coming down on Mount Sinai, the place shaking, people being terrified, mm. um, you know, his spirit descending or filling the tabernacle later at the end of um, Exodus. And so that's like, yeah, I would want to know, are there echoes of, Sinai theophany type stuff intentionally in this passage. Uh, are we meant to hear what I'm hearing or is my ear just so conditioned by old Testament study that I just hear what may or may not be there? That's my question. Yeah, that's great. Um, boy, the, the intertextual stuff is so intriguing. Um, the the textual connections um you know i i i guess i maybe can cheat and have a sixth question but the the use of the word that omen that that's very striking to me uh because you usually have something like uh you know for it to pray and um you know is this connoting a specific kind of praying um yeah. So mm. anyways. You know, there there are different we have prayers of praise, prayers of lament, prayers of intercession, right. uh you know, um prayers where you're what's where when you intercede on behalf of yourself? It isn't called intercession. Supp supplication. Uh, supplication, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um so is this the omen? Uh, referring to a specific kind or style of praying. Mm. Yeah. Well, good stuff, man. Mm. Um, hey, thank you all for watching, listening. Jam, man, thanks for your time. Thanks for the insights. Always, uh, always fun. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, well, we hope this we hope this has been beneficial to you and encouraging and edifying. Uh, check out DiscipleDojo.org, the YouTube page, Grown Up Stable on Facebook, um, all those good things. Check out GlowsHouse.com and, uh, you know, like this video, share it, subscribe, all that good jazz. So, um, yeah, we'll stop there and say we hope that helps.